Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Um, I, uh, okay, never mind. Blame it on the rain. Hey, everybody, it's Tuesday. It's a wonderful Tuesday. I've had my coffee today. I'm ready to go, 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 go. It's Taco Tuesday. Gotta go have tacos. However, it's cold now, so you don't get tacos, you get chili. So that's what's happening right now. Just gonna let you know. Go to Greenhouse Coffee, 2299 E17th Street. Get yourself some chili. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it hey, is a little chilly so out there. It is a little chilly outside. Hey, uh, so I'm gonna slow down now. But it is, it is Tuesday, November 1st. It's All Saints Day. And and so what it's, a wonderful! It's day. also the day that Yellowstone closes her gates. Oh, oh moment of silence! Wah, 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 wah. Oh, well, hey Simeon, yeah, well, hey, but we got a couple things. First of all, we've got our truth for you daily readings. We're going to be talking about the word today. Woo-hoo. If you have a comment or question, send it to Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. You can check out our reading at WaterSprings.net. You can also check out the radio station at the Rev.fm. That's the Rev.fm. Uh, check it out. And uh, it's 54 days until Christmas. Yesterday, like the night, was amazing. And then, of course, we have the Harvest Hoedown coming up. And on this date in 1955, the U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War began. So, you know, praying for our soldiers, praying for those that are there. But on this date, November 1st uh, in 1955. So uh, we've got a couple days that it is today. It's a National Brush Day, uh, Toothbrush Day. Did you guys know that? Brush up. Brush up, you know. By the brush way, up. okay, wait. Brush in, brush out, brush now. That's okay. exactly hey. where my head went. So real quick, do you share your toothbrush with a spouse? Absolutely. No. Who cares? Uh, no. no. I'm a no. Absolutely I'm an not. absolutely not. Unless it's so. like a dire, if it's, if it's someone has to have it. Ah, you, no, I just I, give I it do, away. I donate it. I donate it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that is not a. That is not a. My thing wife's for me, on James' no. side. She's she's pro share toothbrush, and I'm like, that's that's not. No, that's I don't. I don't happening. mean for every brushing, but it's not a problem. I mean, it's like my wife. Uh, like, what, yeah, I, who would find their wife repulsive? I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. You looked right at me. I man. don't find my wife. So, like, repulsive. I do not find my wife. I find germs repulsive. There you go. Thank so you. Yeah, so in your home, you do, right, never mind. <laughs> all right. Hey, so a couple of things. First of all, here's what we got. Uh, first of all, uh, I, I'm Ty, by the way. I'm glad to be here. We've got Pastor Shane Hello. here today. Got Pastor Dave here today. Hey guys. And we've got Dean here today. Woo. And then we also have uh, James is here today. Pastor Bonjour. James is here. And then we have the other guy. We got the voice of the valley. We got, <laughs> yeah. the, we got, the, we got the man with the plan. We got Sir Gary Goodness. Austin. Um, and by the way, has the queen, did, did the queen ever officially get that to you? Or do now do we have to go to the king to get that for you? Yeah, to the king. No, we got to go to the king yeah. now. Okay. To get Sorry. your 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 yeah. your night ship. Okay. Yeah. So, interesting yeah. though. We'll it's that. it's also National Extra Mile Day, and the little blurb about it says, "Roll up your sleeves and put in that extra effort because the world won't change itself 
extra mile day inspires us to be better versions of ourselves. Doing the bare minimum has gone out of style. Exceeding expectations is the new standard. I would say, well, it goes back quite a ways. Uh, In Matthew 5, 41, (laughs) Jesus said, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. That whole idea of going the extra mile came from Jesus. Yeah. And that is about going above and beyond that servant leadership, and you know, don't. But it's servant leadership. It's not trying to make your your yourself or your world, you know. And what does it say? It says it, it said what there was something that just make a made, better version, better version, of, version, of, version of yourself. Look, you can't make a better version of yourself. You need Jesus Christ. Right. Jesus makes you better. Right. Right. And 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 by the way, for anybody who's wondering, no, we didn't fire Simeon. He's still here. He's hanging out with the potato heads. They went on vacation. Uh, they were trying to get into Yellowstone and they got stuck because they couldn't get in today. So because they closed. How's today, that movie, so. Dave? Yeah. How's that? <laughs> no, I was I was intrigued by that comment about Vietnam. I'm sorry, I was doing some research. I was like, we did not go to Vietnam in 1955, but we did on this date send a military assistance advisory group. It was a big. Uh, yeah. From President Eisenhower, the beginning of the involvement. Yeah, yeah, we ended up there. I thought the troops were later. I did too. Yeah, Hal Moore is the first American soldier on the ground in Vietnam. I think in the Drang Valley. Yeah, wasn't it? Um, six, in, what, uh, yeah, sixty-five or something like that. Um, right. I'm trying to think. What's the, um, we were soldiers once and young. Yeah, uh, the yeah. book by Hal Moore. Right. And then they made a movie out of it with uh, Mel Gibson and. Um, Sam Elliott. Oh, okay. Which yeah. I can't promote on this program because there's language in it. But if it didn't have the language, I'd promote the snot out of it. Well, I've right seen now. I've seen silent films without language, but right. I I just yep. Yeah, there was a moment there. I'm like, okay, we're gonna have to figure no this one out. Hey, it's a radio so, show. It's a radio show. We gotta right. have language. Gotta, gotta use words. Gotta use words. Use your words. Hey, so uh, we had we had another comment or question that came in here, and so I'm gonna read this one to us. It says, "Our family appreciated that you guys talked about praying for one another, especially on the church staff. Our three kids pray for Pastor Ty specifically. Oh, thank you." And as our lead pastor and other pastors, because uh, we taught them that spiritual warfare is real and the pastors might deal with that more than you think. Uh, We love you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. In our previous church uh, in Montana, our pastor encouraged us us, uh, not to pray for him because he had everything he needed and other people needed the prayers more than he and his family. It made him feel uncomfortable that the church was praying for him. Uh, We always included him in our prayers. Uh, uh, We always always included him in our prayers uh, for his attitude. Always, (laughs) always thought that that was incorrect uh, to not pray for him. This is from Amanda and Chris uh, here in Idaho Falls. And and listen, uh, first of all, yes, we are so thankful um, to uh, receive prayer because we need prayer. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm in desperate need of covering in prayer. And and God is good to answer prayer. Uh, this is this is one of those things where um, I, I want to be somebody who is being prayed for. I want to be somebody who prays for other people. That's right. Uh, but, th- but the issue is, remember, with Acts 2.42, right? It says, after the church went from 120 to 3,120, they, they decided upon themselves that there are some things they're going to do. They stuck with the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. And so those two things were done in the breaking of bread 
in other words, bonding over food, having communion together, as well as meals together from house to house, and in prayers. I mean, that's a foundational issue for us as Christians is to be prayed for and praying with one another. And I'll be honest with you, uh, for somebody to say, oh, you don't need to pray for me. I mean, I would encourage them to back up on that a little bit because I believe that we need to be willing to receive prayer. Paul Tripp in his book, A Dangerous Calling, makes the point that a pastor needs body ministry as much as the body needs body ministry. And so if a pastor is not willing to receive prayer, there's probably something missing you know, in that connection between that they're, they're not over the body, they're part of the body, and they, they do need prayer. And I'll be honest with you, I don't have everything I need. And I don't have everything I'll ever need. And so I, I always receive prayer. And, and, I, and, and by the way, everybody's welcome to have their opinion regarding this and right. leadership. But I believe that we need to receive prayer and give prayer. Right. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I think sometimes people in positions and titles can get maybe a false sense of humility. Uh, where they don't want to receive stuff. And they want to appear like they got it all together. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think that that's wrong, and there needs to be an open an openness, a transparency. Because I love what you said, Pastor Di. They're not over the body; they're a part of the body. Uh, they just have a different spiritual gift. Oh, know? absolutely, yeah. Well, when I yeah. when I listen to that, my question is 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 what limitations are you putting on God? Because he said he said others need the need prayer more than he does. Well, well, man, and some guys God's not like, limited on how many t- how many prayers you can answer. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you well, know? well, I think I think here's the thing for me. I think I'm not. I don't want to. I, I don't want to disparage another brother yeah, who yeah. Has, has a position. But I think for me, if somebody comes up to me, and Tim is one of those guys that comes up to me, uh, not Pastor Tim, but there's another brother named Tim in our church. He comes up to me. He goes, and he he goes, okay, how can I pray for you this week? Sometimes he catches me off guard. I'll be honest with you because I haven't thought about how I need prayer, right? I'm praying for other people. And he comes up and he goes, how can I pray for you this week? And it makes me stop and think, first of all, I need, I'm in need. I need prayer. I need the Lord. I'm in that place. Makes me think. And then I tell him how to pray for me. And then he prays for me right there. Now, imagine if he came up and said, Pastor, how can I pray for you? And I I said, well, I I don't need your prayers. It would it would set me up in a place that would be above instead of beneath as a leader. Like I, I need to be I need to be willing to have my feet washed as well as wash other people's feet. And I think that's that's a place of humility. Yeah. And we really appreciate prayer, guys. We really really do. Not um, only that, but yeah. it's kind of like you know when you hear someone say, "I don't I don't want you to hold the door for me. I don't want you to serve me." You're robbing that person of their gift. You know, it could be a gift of service. It could be a gift of making a meal for you. And mm-hmm. by denying them that. You're kind of, in, in a sense, um, snuffing out that little fire that they've got for serving, and, and that's their joy. Well, maybe that's their ministry. It is their, yeah, their ministry. It is their ministry. You know, I was thinking about our reading today, because we're in 2 Timothy 3, and in verse 13 it says, Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, right? I mean, this is this is something that's important. I mean, you know, it's Friday, that's verse 12. Um it's the idea that we we need to be people who understand that if we're going to live in the Lord, there's going to be hard things that are going to come, and we need people that are praying for us and people that are uh, engaging with us. Yeah, I have in the margin of my Bible uh, at verse 12 a note written to myself, do you want to be a celebrity or a servant? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. That's, I think that's my heart. I, I Lord, I really desire to serve others. You know, I, I don't always, and that's shame on me, but... Um, you know, Paul also says, you know, don't, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. Esteem others better than yourself. Right. And, 
And uh, I think we, we I, I agree with all you guys. We, we all want to be servants, and we want to allow others to serve as, as God has gifted them. Oh, absolutely. And I, I want to encourage people to pray. This is one of those things for us. Um, this is one of the only places I've been uh, that a, a larger church that doesn't have a dedicated prayer space, like a prayer room. And so this is one of those things that we're working on and when we, as we're remodeling our foyer and we're coming in, there's some areas where we're, we're trying to rededicate uh, to some different areas. But one of those things is, and Dave, you and I have had this conversation about prayer. Um, and I, I think that I think there can be an argument made for public prayer, especially from the Psalms. You know, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I will worship you before the nations, before the people. I will, I will pay my vows in the presence of all the people. Um, you know, so I believe that there is there is a biblical grounds for saying, hey, there is public prayer. But Jesus said, when you pray, go into your secret place, and the God who sees in secret will reward you openly. I believe that. Yes, I believe in corporate prayer. I believe there should be corporate prayer. Um, but I think it's, you know, if we're going to talk about repairing the prayer life of a church, where would it start? It would start in the individual. It has to start in the individual. And it's like revival, yeah. because if revival doesn't start in the heart, and if prayer, it, you know, well, yesterday was knock-knock joke, Dave. I know, uh, right? Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but no, but, but prayer is something that really needs to happen in the heart of an individual, because revival starts with an individual, but revival over the years has started with prayer. Right. But he's usually started with one person in a prayer closet. Well, yeah. Now let me yeah, ask you guys. Sorry. Let me ask you guys a question, real quick. I would I would throw this out for for the six of us that are that are recording today, Gary. That includes um, you. <laughs> um, do you guys in your? I don't think any of us have ever taken a watch and actually timed ourselves. But do you guys think you spend more time praying silently or praying out loud on a daily basis? I know for me. Unquestionably, it is silently, yeah. but um, is there is there a place uh, where you guys find yourselves like when you're praying, just saying, "I've got to pray out loud." And I, while you guys are thinking that too, I will just answer very quickly and give time for you guys. When I drive home from Pocatello, Dean, when I'm down there visiting you guys, the drive back, um, I will typically turn the radio off. On my drive down, I'll be listening to the Rev, of course. But on the drive back, I'll turn the radio off and I find myself praying aloud because I think when I'm praying aloud, it keeps my mind from wandering. And so when I'm praying for my family, my children, my grandchildren, and then I pray for the church staff uh, and then the faculty at the school and church staff, including the leadership team at Pocatello, I pray for people by name aloud because it Otherwise, my mind wanders. What about you guys? Do you find yourselves praying aloud or silently? Um, majority of the time is silence. Uh, I, I have a lot of conversations with God throughout the day, you know, in silence. And I do the same thing, though, in the car. When it's in the car, I verbalize the prayer out yeah. loud, especially when it's just me, you know. Mm -hmm. On the on the drive to work, on the drive. And now that we have Bluetooth, work. nobody thinks you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. Nobody. Thinks <laughs> Everybody you're crazy. assumes you're using your Bluetooth. But I am. I'm talking to God. <laughs> yeah. Talking to God. That's yeah, right. But I'm very I'm very visual with my hands and stuff, and so don't I'll use be, your hands while you're driving. I do. Please. I do. Put them on the wheel. I do. One, oh. I take one hand off every now and 10 then. Ten o'clock, two o'clock. Yeah, buddy. I know. I know. I know. Just it's like a Dr. Bad Pepper. Habit, but you know, <laughs> just like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> 
but yeah, I, I'm I'm almost the same way. My my place where I meet God routinely is is the shower. The yeah. shower and I just run the water heater down, yep. you know. I'm and glad I you just, you're my left armpit. Whenever I get over here, I'm praying for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> pray for Shane. Uh, that's why I don't have any hair there anymore. I pray for you so long. Oh my! <laughs> what are you, a swimmer? <laughs> what about you, Pastor Ty? So, uh, so there's three things. Uh, first of all, I would say I spend most of my time in prayer in silence. Um, and I would say a lot of that time is listening, not not supplicating mm-hmm. and, and asking. Um, and then uh, the, I, I think the other part is I'm an, I I I have the gift of tongues, and so I pray yep. in a language I don't understand, I do and I go back and forth between. I go back and forth between praying uh, to the Lord in with tongues, and then going back and praying in English. So, yeah. like there's times I, I pray without. Without understanding, then I pray with under, like something comes to my mind. I'm, uh, so I go back and forth. So like when I'm in the car, um, I, I'll I'll do that. You know, I'll I'll kind of be praying like I'm coming in on a, to a service. I'm just I want to pray in the spirit. Um, so I'll do you have sing that in the spirit? I do sing in the spirit. Yeah, yeah. I do that a lot. Um, like when I'm praying and I, if I'm praying in tongues. Mm-hmm. Then I'll find myself breaking out into singing and yeah, So uh, you do the same. Yeah, I do the Interesting. same. Interesting. And 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 so, but I but a lot of my like if I'm praying for, uh, like because the idea of praying with understanding is like there's like maybe a focal point of my prayer. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna pray in the spirit. I'm gonna trust the Lord that what's happening in that conversation. But then there are times I just want to pray with understanding. So I go back mm-hmm. and forth between the two. Um, but when it's it, when it comes to like praying. Um, I, I want to make sure I'm listening more than I'm talking. Mm-hmm. I think so. Be be swift to hear and slow to speak in my prayer life. So, for me, if I'm going to spend uh, if I'm going to spend 20 minutes uh, with the Lord, I I only want to take a third of that for me. You know, asking for right. I want to spend time listening. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that for me, there the the prayer life in my life is is very much probably more, way more quiet. Um, then it is loud, you know. So that and that's that's me. Anyway. I love that. No, I, yeah. I, I I'm right there with you, Mr. Yeah. Austin. Wh- how about you, sir? Do you, you you pray once in a while? Oh yeah, yeah, once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it prays comes, for us. comes to my Every mind. Day you know, prays for us. <laughs> no, I I enjoy uh, taking a drive. So most of my day is filled, you know, in in silence. But when, oftentimes when I'm in the car, I'll be talking to yeah. God out loud. Yeah, right. Um, because like you, Dave, it just helps me get it out. If, yeah. if I actually yeah. hear it, because even though if I'm silent, <laughs> yep. if I actually hear it, it's it's more real. Yeah. I think to me, I'm, I'm having you. a conversation with a friend, uh, with God. Um, so I, I love those opportunities. Um, you ever hear yourself say but, something and then go, that didn't sound right. Lord, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are, those are good opportunities. That's, I always I say, Lord, that. you know, I'm an idiot, but you also know my heart. <laughs> yeah. It's just scary actually. Yeah. yeah. What about you, James? How, where are you at in that spectrum of silence versus verbal? It's, it's a mix just like everybody else. It's a mix yeah. of silence and articulating verbally. Um, I don't speak in tongues cause I can hardly speak English well. Um, <laughs> but w- when it comes, it's, it's interesting. So if you're having a conversation with your kids in a public place and you're like, 
I need you to stop doing that. But as soon as you get home, you're like, buddy, why? You know, right. so I find myself, if I'm in a, in a very secluded place, the way I talk to God is different. Like, okay, God, I am so sorry that I blew it. You know, it's just a different tone in a sense, uh, more candid, as it were. Is that what is that what the is right. that what the barn's for? The house? That is what the skate barn is for. My did body you, cannot way, did handle the Did you just ramps, quote Bobby's world? Was that did what? I quote Bobby's world? <laughs> Bobby, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, sorry. The Howie Mandel School of Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. My my oldest son, when he was on the Tonight Show, and he was four, uh, he was in a mood as most four-year-olds are at different times. And Howie Mandel was recording the, the, the show there, and he was walking past when Elijah was having a fit, and he stopped in and did Bobby's voice oh, for him, nice. and it calmed him down. Nice. It was so cool. That's very oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love that. Is that. Cool. Is it, and that's before Howie got weird about germs, wasn't it? I, probably. Yeah. I didn't know your son hosted The Tonight Show. That's no, he didn't cool. host it. He was... No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of famous Dean. people, yeah, Dean. <laughs> Dean, you have one, you have a half a minute. Half a minute. How do you I, pray? So I would say for me, it depends on the, um, the, how ah, I had the word. In Context? The word. No, how big it is to me at the time. Oh, I see. So it, it depends. Urgency. So I, yeah, the urgency. There you yeah. go. Um, one of the things Ty, you taught us in youth group is, is the, um, the fervent righteous prayers of a, or the, the fervent prayers fervent of a righteous, righteous man avails yeah, much. James, yeah. Yeah. The idea of praying without ceasing. And when I was young, I really got that concept of going, my, if I'm not verbally talking, I'm still having a conversation, but I, I talk throughout the day just constantly with God. Yeah. If that makes sense. Of course. So it, it's better than talking to myself. Ceasing, right. right. Yeah. You know, so I'm always having this conversation. Yeah. Um, but the more urgent the prayer is, the more it verbalizes. And the more loud I get to where even at times being in my truck doing deliveries going, Lord, I need you so bad. You know, <laughs> yeah. I need my fryer to work. I need, the I need fryer my fryer to work. To work. That's but right, I love yeah. that because James, you're exactly right. Depending on the circumstances, the it's just like talking with your wife or like, as you said, with your children, depending on the circumstances, your vocabulary changes the way you talk to God changes. When I'm, when I awake in the morning, I typically am moving into prayer pretty immediately for my prayer, my family, my children, my grandchildren, and then the church staff and so forth. But it almost becomes a, um, I don't know, a, a, a rote conversation. And I don't mean that I have it memorized, but it's like I'm typically praying the same things right. for all you guys and yeah, for my covering. children and grandchildren. But there are those moments when it's like, Lord, I... I want to bring this, you know, my child or my grandchild to you. They're in a bad way right now. Lord, if your spirit doesn't bring conviction of sin, righteousness, and judgment, I, I, I'm afraid for them. And everything changes. And there's times when it's just so urgent. It's like, yeah. oh, God, please. And and you're almost crying out to God, as the psalmist says. So, yeah. Great yeah. conversation, you guys. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to no, it's all good. the program. Hey, but. hey, listen, we're out of time for today. Uh, because Dean went long. Uh, no, no, just no. <laughs> hey, we're out of time for today. Listen, God bless you. You're loved. Your family. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, the Rev.